Hey there, welcome to my day 53 of Camino on a treadmill. It is uh, BK Lee's day 12, although his video says day 10. Bold boy. BK, good with the program. Anyway, hope you all are doing well out there. Um, probably going to swear during this episode. I'm just... Nowadays, I'm just marking them all as explicit, and then I swear at least once, so, I don't know, bollocks. There you go, that's that out of the way. Long shadows here. It's the start of the day, 12. Feels like he started later or just missed a chunk. So the whole of this day, ah, he must have missed a chunk. So day 12 is two hours, 42 minutes. No problemo. I could do that standing on my head, man. I met a guy in uh, court once. No, I'm not a lawyer and I'm not a criminal. I happened to be, it's a long, well, it's a short story, but I'm not telling you, but it wasn't me that it was up, it wasn't a relative, it wasn't even a close friend. But there I am, in the court uh, in Galway, the county court or whatever they call it, the courthouse in the kind of waiting area with a gentleman and some other people, friends of his, who was up for mischief. <laughs> Criminal mischief. Did you ever hear that one? I don't think we have that term here. They have it in New York anyway. They had it for Conor McGregor, criminal mischief. It sounds, uh, sounds kind of tame. It sounds like something the little school kid would get up to. In some ways, McGregor is that. Well, a little more dangerous, maybe. Anyway, I've said too much. But, so there I am. BK's walking away here, lovely sound of clicking sticks. Long shadow cast to his right on glowing kind of copper-colored grass or ferns or growth, shall we call it. And uh, we are walking along. Hope you're enjoying following me as I lose my train of thought. So I'm there in the courthouse. This guy, there's young lads there telling us stories. There's some guy from the north and he's got all these stories. He said, I, I, I did time for my brother. Something about he went in and said he did it instead of his brother and went down for six months. He said, the judge said, I, I gave you six months. I said, I'd do that standing on my head. He said, well, I'll give you another six for when you come down. So, he got 12 months in the end. He thought it was hilarious. Oh, we've stopped. Of course, he probably got out in a lot less than 12 months. Um, oh, I love these long shadows. Look at this. And the sun. The sun is behind him, though. Should be if... Uh, oh, guess what just happened? My treadmill's just conked out. Okay, you see, sometimes when I stop and start, this happens. So what I'm going to do is bear with me. I'm going to let the video keep running, and I'm going to run out and uh, turn on the uh, the fuse trip switch. Okay. Don't go anywhere. La, 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 la.
This time. And there we go. And one, two, and uh, three. We're safe. Okay. And we're up and running. Thanks for waiting there for me. I should have killed a bit of time anyway, didn't it? As Beckett says, it would have passed anyway. But that's hardly the point, is it? So. Got some brand spanking new news. New news, as opposed to old news for you guys. For all my regular listener, or, li- or maybe plural, if I'm lucky. Going to be taking, due to popular demand, got an injection of money from some uh, dodgy right-wing sources in America. So the tone of the podcast might change. Um, oh, well, uh, actually, a bit of Russian money as well. A bit of dodgy American money, Russian money, a bit of Chinese money and uh, some money from, from a building developer in Mayo that I said about that the better now people passing by here BK went off the beat track but he's back on track again happy to report big long shadow to his right yeah that's not too bad he must be midway through his day I don't know we'll find out um the news is I'm going to take this live. I talked about it before. I ruled it out. And now I've ruled it in. I'm going to go live on Clubhouse from Monday to Friday, 8 Eastern. So that's 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Is that what we're Eastern Daylight Time? Whatever we're on at the moment. Eastern Time, okay? Which is 1 p.m. Irish Standard Time or British Standard Time, okay? So that's 8 Eastern, 1 p.m. IST. I'm kind of flagging the 8 Eastern because I like saying that because they say that on the network TV shows. Tune in, 8 Eastern, Camino on a treadmill. So yeah, also, oh, another guy passes by and didn't say a word. Very rude, very rude behavior altogether. Um, another reason I'm aiming at the the east coast of America because a lot of people there from out of here I'm not stopping now BK has stopped but if I stop I might trip the bloody treadmill again um, yes I do hear there does be a lot of people over there so sorry I've gone up to 4.8 kilometers an hour it's Monday I want to get those heart points going come on everybody if you're following so, yeah, kind of aiming at that. Maybe get Irish people on their lunchtime and Americans, North Americans, just before, well, anyone there along the East Coast of the Americas, um, including Canada, of which I'm a citizen. Yes, that's true. Um, try and get people in 8 a.m., Eastern or Lunchtown Ireland to walk along and listen. Okay, you can just listen. If you want to participate, you have to be walking. And I'm going to try and actually, for most episodes, if I can line someone up to participate, they can be walking. You have to be moving, but not in a car. 
So you, you could be walking on your legs, you could be walking just, you know, on the road, or you could be walking on a treadmill, you could be cycling, a bike might be dangerous. Well, on a, yeah, on an exercise bike, or just walking around the block, okay? Running, meh. If you can, nah, just, all that panting doesn't make for good radio. So, and it could turn into, I mean, this whole thing is experimental. I'm about a third through. It could turn into an interview show. Let's see how it goes. What I'm thinking is I've done a third solo, and I'm not denying it. It's, you know, in case you didn't notice, I'm running out of things to say. So it will be interesting to uh, try it this way. And, you know, I could have a show that's kind of me and somebody else talking. I mean, I'll always be the host to a degree, but they could ask me questions too. It's not going to be one way in that sense. And I, of course, I'd probably lie when I answer, but they can lie too. You can also lie and pretend you're walking. As long as it sounds convincing, I'm not too pushed about the ethics of it all. I remember I did an editing job for BBC, or well, more than one of them, but one in particular. Yeah, no, this, it only happened to me once, I think. It was just after there was a controversy about the documentary about the Queen, and, uh, you know, about the royal family or the Queen, and, you know, through a bit of clever editing, I know a thing or two about that. They. Um, juxtaposed things and made it, you know, seem like something different was happening. So, uh, anyway, Muggins here gets a job editing a show for a pilot for BBC up in um, Belfast, a uh, comedy drama called V-Sign. It was a non-broadcast pilot. show didn't take off, unfortunately. But um, I was up in Hollywood, just out suburb of Belfast, Hollywood with one L. Staying uh, in the Culloden Hotel. Culloden Hotel has um, apartments, you know, on the grounds of it. And Van Morrison used to live there in the gate lodge of the hotel. I think I saw him in the hotel a couple of times and in a lovely cafe. Is it the Bay Tree Cafe or something in Hollywood? Hollywood's a lovely little town. It's kind of the Chelsea of Belfast, I guess. That's what I call it. I think that's pretty accurate. Except for Chelsea isn't on the sea. So there. Um, so, so maybe it's more the south end of Belfast. No, no, it's definitely more Chelsea in many ways. Anyway, I digress. So much so that I've completely forgotten. See, I guess that talking to another person might help keep me on track and I keep them on track, etc., etc. But there's anyway, so I'm editing up there. And uh, but before doing it, I had to do this online thing for the BBC. It's such classic public sector fudge, you know, kind of stuff. I had to do an online questionnaire to show that I understood the ethics of editing. It's all bollocks, to be honest. But so I had to, you know, they're asking you, oh, uh, well, it wasn't just for editors, it was for crew in general. You're working on a reality show with some, you know, stood actor, and he has to do a little stunt, but he's not able. 
do you get a stuntman, do you A, get a stuntman to do it, you know, pretend he did it, or, or B, whatever, you know. I'm just reading and thinking, well, of course, you get a bloody stuntman to do it, and you pretend the hunky actor did it. Duh! But I knew it doesn't take a brain box to figure out that's not what they wanted you to say, so... I can't remember the answer, it's ridiculous. Like, oh, you get him to confess that he's crap and he can't jump or something. You know, ridiculous. Yeah, right. As if that's what the audience want. Anyway. I get it when it comes to the Queen or something, but come on, some celebrity or non-entity, non-ebrity, whatever. Just make them look good. Keep, keep, give the audience what they want. Capiche? Why did I get onto that? I don't know. But I had to fill out the questionnaire, and you just give them the answers they want. But of course, I filled it out and send it. They have a record then that I did all that. So then if I go and do it, you know, the right, wrong way, i.e. the right way, they can always, if it comes back to bite them, they can blame me. I was just editing. This, this wasn't even a reality show. It was fiction, so it kind of didn't apply to me. But in that great way that the public sector have of operating, of course, they made it apply to everybody. corporations. Apparently Orwell working in the BBC, that's where he got the inspiration for in 1984, I think. It's weird. I remember I was working on the one show up there as well, that different show. I, yeah, maybe I had to fill out a form for them or maybe, no, because I had done the other one, that was enough. So editing segments for the one show. That was fine, it was an easy enough job. But um, I wasn't on one of those bloody reality shows. I mentioned it here before, like we wanted down under, God. I was offered that and someone else got it. Then they're trying to get me back for an interview. I'm like, I can't. I'm like, what, you want me to drive to Belfast again and maybe not get this job? I said in my email, I can, edit better than I can talk about editing. And I can't talk any more convincingly the second time than I did the first time. They still offer me the job though, they said, if I got a reference, which I could have got one in-house anyway. But luckily, I was taken. Oh man, I'm really going off on tangents there. Point being, oh yeah, so I was working on the one show though, and I remember being in a, a toilet in one of the offices and the tap on the sink had a number on it. It said tap number 164 or 107 or something. I think it was 107. And I just thought, oh, that's so kind of, that's for me so Orwellian. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't understand. You haven't been there, man. Working in the trenches, editing clips of the one show. <laughs> Some people never survive. They say you get the thousand-yard stir if you edit too many hours. <sighs> Worst of all, you get to edit Wanted Down Under. <sighs> no one ever done coming back alive from Wanted Down Under, y'all here? You dig? <laughs> oh, I'm hilarious. <laughs> Anywho, so we're going to be going live. I'll still be putting the podcast up, you know, pre-recorded 
Kind of worked out some of the technicalities today with help from my good friend Aaron in the US of A. And uh, I think we'll be good to go. I guess once I commit to a schedule on that, I'll have to do it every lunchtime. You know, I'll do it for at least a month, damn it. And I might do some weekends, but I'll commit to Monday to Friday. Weekends are a bonus, if you're good. Could has more potential to take off. I think this is kind of suited to a live format. And the idea would be um, walk the Camino with me. Okay, so I'm 50 hours in, it doesn't matter. 50 out of 160 or whatever, so what? It's not really about doing the whole thing, it's about walking part of it with me. So ideally, for one episode, if I just had a few listeners and one or two participants, no, one or two participants and a shitload of listeners, obviously would be preferable. But I might try, no, I wanna do regular people, but if I could, I think if it got good, I could try and get someone with a bit of connection to tweet it or, nah, you know what? I won't get too carried away with that. My book is number one. But I'm, I'm kind of excited about taking this. You know, I'm excited about taking this in a new direction. You always have to say that when you plug in something, don't you? You know, like, I'm going to 4.6. Let's not overdo this. It's not that it's too fast, but it's just talking and walking. Sorry. I'm just going to get some water, actually. I've walked a kilometer. And I'm... Yes, I'm, oh, I'm 18 minutes in, yeah, good. I've walked more than a kilometer because my treadmill tripped the switch. So we're walking on the road here, walking here. There's a red car on the right, parked. Another car coming towards us. Oh my God, it's gonna hit us. Oh my God, duck, oh, whoo. BK nearly had to jump into the ditch there. He's okay. But, um, where was I? My podcast, people listening, fame. I want to live forever. I want to learn how to fly. Fame forever and never and never. I want to live forever. I want to learn how to fly. Fame. Hey, Leroy. It's the only name I remember from it, Leroy. That was a show I used to watch when I was a kid about a performing arts school in New York. Was it inspired by the one where Stella Adler used to teach? I don't know. But I enjoyed it anyway, and that's all that counts. Mom, what was I going to say earlier? Oh, I don't know. Writing me puke. Becoming famous. That's about it. Should want more as you want. Indeed. Well, I do go round in circles here, there ain't no doubt about that. Got my book latest editor submission in yesterday, Sunday, and uh, talking with the editor tomorrow, Tuesday evening on um, Zoom or Google Meet or one of those. Other brands are available. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. 
I'm at an interesting point where I know the beginning and the end will cha have changed. And not quite sure of the situation with his current girlfriend. It's kind of on hiatus. Yeah, there's, there was probably a proposal at the start still. May, uh, maybe one at the end. I don't think so. It's, anyway, a lot of that is what Hitchcock calls a MacGuffin. It's, it's tough there to move along the plot, but it seems that what's more interesting is his old male relationships and male bonding and also not in a kind of laddish way. I mean, bonding with kind of guys who exist on the fringes, the singletons, and people who might be considered losers, but not in any corny way, in a hilarious way, with lots of drink and drugs. So it's bound to be fun for all the family. But no, there's a thing with his ex, Amy, in Dublin, and he'd been holding this grievance towards her since his 20s, he's now mid-30s. And then before, a lot of shit goes down in the middle of the novel, and then before going back to London, there's a road trip via Wales, which hadn't been in my initial plan, with him and this other D4, Dublin 4, outcast. And Liam, his druggy friend from Galway, after they get to England, somewhere around Birmingham pops up, no, somewhere in Wales pops up in the back of the Volvo. They'd thrown a duvet in on top of him, they didn't know. So they basically smuggled him into England with pockets full of drugs on a ferry, as you do. Um, but, so I've written, I, I, st I started writing the scene where he meets, he said, I gotta see Amy before going to, back to England. And anyway, he, he kind of parked outside his travel agent where she works. And she goes to lunch, she follows her into the cafe and ends up sitting across from her. And I'm like, I still haven't figured out what the nature of the deal is between him and her and what went down with both of them together, what went down with her afterwards. I have a rough idea, but it needs a bit more jeopardy, to use a buzzword the media types like to use. But it's kind of interesting writing that. I saw the notes from my editor today. You know, we're talking tomorrow, but I saw the notes he put up online asking lots of questions. I wrote a reply to one of the notes, hey, you're asking a lot of questions, and I haven't the foggiest what the answers are. I phrase it in slightly more colorful language. But, um, but that's actually, it's, Rather than getting stressed about that, I'm just kind of rolling with it and going, it's okay, there's something going on here. I haven't quite cracked it. And the last bit of it, she just kind of looks across, up from, they end up sharing a table at the cafe. One of those little cafes where you have to share tables. And then he's about to say something to her. I don't even know what he's about to say, nor does he, but I think the main reason he doesn't know is because I don't know if you know what I mean. <laughs> I could be going mad. It happens, apparently. It can happen when you write a book. So, and then she just looks up at him and holds his gaze for a few seconds and then says, oh, could you pass me the sugar, please? And I've left it at that. And it's like, I kind of like, I know I'm partly right in that because I'm just not sure what's really going to go down here, what's in his heart, what's in her heart. But I'm actually going to have her 
as he's walking back to the car, comes out of the travel agent as he's passing, and says, Cormac, is that you? You know, because she'd seen them earlier, him and Oren, the other dude, sitting outside in Oren's beat-up Volvo, like detectives, drinking coffee and eating donuts and <laughs> spying on her. Anyway, do you know what? I'm enjoying the not knowing at the moment, and that's kind of like... Uh, learning to live my life more that way. There was a brilliant thing I read, and it was by Rilke, a German poet. Something about, the, you know, living the questions. Because we always want answers in life, and there's a lot of time in life. It's questions, it's the unknown. Whether that's in work, in love, in all these things you can't control, your children, your, even your pets, everything yourself, what you want, when you get the job, all that kind of stuff. How long will you live? You know, if you're sick, will you recover? And sometimes we're so desperate for answers. I think I'm like that, that we're not living in the moment. And he talks about live the questions. Of course, I'm gonna try and dig it up now on my phone. Bear with me, it'll be worth it. Don't go anywhere, don't go anywhere. Almost there, okay, drive, here we go. And now I'm gonna search for, can you spell the name for me, sir? R-I-L-K-E. Okay, bear with me one minute, sir. Just typing that in. Oh yeah, okay. Coming up. Sir, I think I've found what you're looking for. Living the Questions. Rainer Maria Rilke, yeah. Be patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart and try to love the questions themselves. The locked rooms uh, themselves, like locked rooms and like books that are now written in a very foreign tongue. Do not now seek the answers which cannot be given you because you would not be able to live them. And the point is to live everything. Live the questions now. Perhaps you will then gradually, without noticing it, live along some distant day into the answer. Rainer Maria Rilke. Isn't that beautiful? Read it again. Living the questions. Be patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart and try to love the questions themselves. Like locked rooms and like books that are now written in a very foreign tongue, do not now seek the answers which cannot be given you because you would not be able to live them. And the point is to live everything. 
Live the questions now. Perhaps you will then gradually, without noticing it, live along some distant day into the answer. That last line sounds like a maybe slightly imperfect translation. Live along some distant day into the answer. It sounds nice, doesn't it? Okay. Beautiful. Um, so there we go. I've got some messages on one side here. Nothing of great import. Curon and Dara. Okay. Let's see now. Yeah. Curon sent me a funny message. Oh, Curon. You know I'm a very serious guy. I don't like joking. <coughs> I'm ten years older than you. Is it time you grew up? Time you grew up, Curon. <laughs> anyway, I'm not reading out all my texts. I'd get, I'd get in trouble if I did, I dare say. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping this live thing kind of is a bit of fun. Um, my friend Erin in upstate New York said her Aunt Gail, whom I mentioned her before, who lives in Queens, is going to join in someday on Bandcamp from her treadmill. Hold the front page, right? Right? Are you as excited as I am with that? I thought you might be. So, yeah. It's gonna be fun and games. Gonna be some serious shit going down, my friend. No time for any pussy foot in the bat. No time for any wimps. Yeah, I'm gonna do a kind of boot camp, you know? Military style. I remember I went to hot yoga in Vancouver. I'm mainly seduced by the fact it was near enough where I used to live and I saw these, used to see these beautiful women with the rolled up yoga mats coming and going. I thought, oh, I better check this out and see what it's all about. Oh yes, I really want to do hot yoga. I don't even know what it is. Oh my God. Of course, they get you, sign you up for, you know, three in a row or, you know, or, you know eight in a row or something ridiculous. Of course, Morgan's here, coughed up. I didn't even get through the first one. Oh, sorry, I just have some water now. I'm getting that traumatized just thinking about it. Though I had a similar experience with the spinning class in Galway. Woo! Let's get my fan on here. So, I don't know, is this yoga, you know, North American style? Big muscly guy shouting out orders at us. Just hold the position. Downward dog and hold for 10, 9, 8. And the whole fucking room is heated up like a bloody. Uh, you know those hot rooms in the botanical gardens? Like, like a sauna, basically. Oh my god. I don't know. See, with Eastern style yoga, it's much slower. There's a guy in New York who teaches yoga for people who've injured themselves doing hardcore, bullshit, ego-driven Western yoga. Uh, my words, not his. Copyright, James Finland. It's all about the fucking ego. Man, I want to run 100 marathons in a year, dude, while my kids die alone at home. You know? Come on. Get over yourself. Look after your kids. Run one marathon, you know, if you want. I don't know, or two. 
I don't know, 60 year all over the world. Fuck off, who are you trying to impress? Not me, anyway. Ooh, James has a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> Man, I got many chips on my shoulders. I've lost count at this stage. I mean, they provide material for my podcast, so I ain't complaining. There goes a cyclist, Buen Camino, going the wrong way. That's the way we want them to go. <laughs> okay. How are we doing? 32 minutes? Ooh, this whole... Uh, his whole day 12 is 2.42. So... I could... break it into two sections. I mean, I don't want to. I'm just saying... Like what? Let's see. 2.42... So that's what, an hour 21? Or else I break it into three equal length ones. Nobody wants to listen to an hour 21 of this podcast. There is that. Well, I'm glad you pointed that out, sir. No, we'll just have a short third one, which I might do. I'll try and do that tomorrow. I'll do two tomorrow. Let's see. I might even start stop a bit short today. You'd never know what I'd be inclined to do. Do you get me? You're all just excited now about the live version, I know. It's going to shoot me into megastardom. I'd like to say I won't change. I hear all these cars. I think we're going over a motorway, are we? So I think we're on a bridge. Even. Yeah, it's hard to see now. But... Uh, I'd like to say I won't change when I become famous, but come on, realistically, you have to understand for security reasons and everything. You know, basically I'll have to change. But it either means, either I'll still be a decent guy or I've always been a prick, okay? I know the answer. I'm not telling you. You gotta figure it out, okay? Comprende? Capisce? Uh, uh, uh. Oh man, bloody bored. I'm really bored, Circles. I'm walking the ruddy Camino and I'm really bored. Where the ruddy heck can we do on this? I could be on a beach in Thailand or something. He stopped and he's taking a picture of the motorway for some reason from over the bridge and far away <laughs> oh you're a card you're hilarious James hilarious looking forward to interviewing Aunt Gail Aaron's aunt in US of E Queens New York New York she's a great woman great crack altogether and she loves all the stories I tell her from Ireland. She gets me to retell them. And she cracks up every time. So, so if you don't find me funny, I'm gonna bring her on to demonstrate that actually it turns out I, I am funny all along. You just didn't know it. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, 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 o
I'm a lonely boy. I got the love that keeps me waiting. Oh, it's a lonely road. The road to the Camino is a lonely road. Oh yeah. So here we go. I'm at 36 minutes. Actually, I might as well go to an hour light. You know I mean, like, I might as well. Maybe I go to 58. What do you think? Fact. Okay, let's do the maths or the math, as our American friends are wanted to say. Two hours forty-two is how many minutes? Anyone? Anyone? One hundred and sixty-two. Correct. Divided by three is uh, about fifty, isn't it? Fifty-three. Fifty-four. Hmm. Yeah, hmm, interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna do 54 minutes today, take it or leave it. If you want a protest, answer's on a postcard. Talk, what's it, say it to the hand, is that what they used to say? Say it to the hand, talk to the hand. Talk to the hand, okay? I ain't listening. Let's put the fan up high here. Which means, da 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 da, I've got, uh, 14 minutes, 16 minutes to go, am I right? 38 plus 2 is 40. Yeah, 16 minutes. Oh, that doesn't sound so bad. I'm going down to 4.5 kilometers an hour. I'm drinking some water. Take a water break if you haven't hydrated yet. Uh, I recommend Smart Water. That's right. They're sponsoring today's walk. I'm actually drinking from one at the moment, but it's got tap water in it. Oh, I wish I could read the bullshit on the side. I know that's too small. Something about all vaporized from a glacier or something. Foot makes you live for until 100 or whatever. I mean, maybe it's true. The balance of probabilities, it probably isn't even remotely true, but it is well worded. When I read it, I'm like, hmm, sounds great. I wish I'd been drinking that all my life. Bought that bottle in, in America in JFK Airport. I think they sell it here, don't they? Smart water. Hasn't made me any smarter. Oh, of course, that's because I'm only using the bottle, drinking my Cullen tap water out of it. And there goes a van, nearly ran us over. Oh my God, it's so dramatic. They're all trying to hit us for some reason, unbeknownst to me. <clears throat> That's the wrong use of the word unbeknownst, but I'm carrying on. <sighs> See, my mind has gone forward to the live shows and I'm gonna have lots of, I'm hoping to have lots of gorgeous American, rich American ladies, like philanthropists and stuff listening to me. I'm thinking, I can think of a certain philanthropist who's come onto the market again. Melinda, what, what? I was telling my friend Kieran about, we were chatting about it and I was saying, yeah, Melinda, but you know, yeah, I'm going to be doing my podcast at 8 Eastern, you know, but she lives on the, um, 
pretty sure Pacific Coast in uh, Seattle, so yeah, she won't hear it. And Kieran's going, yeah, I love the way you think that's the only reason, you know, that rules you out. And I'm going, yeah. But you know, she's the type that gets up early. She probably does her yoga at 5 a.m. Pacific time, so all she needs to do is change her habits and join in. Oh, God. I would love to get one celebrity interview. When I say celebrity, I just mean someone well-known who's interesting. And the person that comes to mind, and this is divisive, is Russell Brand. Fuck me. Pardon my language. I have to check if he's on Clubhouse. Oh my God. That's all I can think of now. Oh, I can check that here. I'll check it later. Keep, keep the suspense going. That would be cool. Of course. You'd probably say no. Uh, Elon Musk. I wouldn't know what to say to him. I saw him on Saturday Night Live the other night. I thought he, the Guardian was slamming him, but I thought, you know, as kind of billionaires go, billionaire non-actors, he's better than most of them. I kind of, yeah, kind of like the guy as billionaires go. I'd like him more if he gave me a million, but you know. But I don't know, you know, he's anti-union and all that. Like, you know, they spend all the money flying rockets to Mars and just, it's all a little egotistical and I ain't no Marxist, but I ain't no fucking Neil Neverlust either, you know? You dig? Okay. BK has stopped, but of course I'm afraid to stop. Oh, I know what I do. I'll go down to two kilometers an hour when he stops. Except for the fucker has started again, okay? Four kilometers an hour. It was a nice idea. It was nice in theory. Okay. 4.4. Oh, I forgot I got a 4.6. Got nothing better to do. Um. I only know one famous person in Ireland. Maybe you'll do it. I'm not saying who. Now, that would be cool. I'll wait till it's up and running and going well and ask him when he do one. I'd say he has, I think he has a gym in his house. Oh, so you know these famous people? Oh, so they have gyms coming up their halls? Do you get me? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh man, that would be cool. I know a couple of other performers in Ireland. Anyway, we shall see. Oh, are we coming near Burgos now? Are we near the airport? I do be thinking we are, but I'm not sure. No, yeah, because he finishes in Burgos today, right? Okay. Anywho, onwards Christian soldiers, eh, what, what? So, 11 minutes to go. Can you put up with 11 more minutes of me, huh? Of course you can. 4.5, damn it. Fan on height. And hydrate. Yeah, I actually think doing interviews on a treadmill. 
I did want to do a documentary way, way before um, Comedians in Cars, but just interviewing people in a car. It was like I wanted to do John Prine driving maybe from Kentucky to Nashville or further. Kentucky to Chicago, Illinois, because that's where his family moved. Some sort of, or in reverse, or some significant journey with the car rigged up with GoPros. And I guess I'd either be in the car interviewing or I think I'd prefer him on his own in the car and I'd be feeding questions, you know, over a radio. Uh, I tried to, um, I was trying to get in touch with John Prine through a Kinvara connection, it didn't happen. Just thinking about it, I met him twice since I didn't ask him. I don't regret it, it's like it wasn't right, it appropriate and I guess I'd moved on. I did leave, Sam Shepard was in a play type thing with Patty Smith, isn't that a mix up of my patties? Doing something based on the eights. And I managed to hand a letter in through the um, stage door for him. But he didn't get back, I was going to try and do it with him as well. If I had a bit more clout and connections, it could have been done. And there's something about doing it in America because, you know, Ireland is too small and America just. The car is such a part of the American soul. Love it or hate it. On parking, park your, if you've got green politics, okay, but it's part of it, you know? And, uh, <coughs> and America is so vast, you can drive for long distances there. Um, other countries too, but America was just really suited. And certain types of characters, you know? John Prime would have been great at God, I love that guy. I mean, I didn't know him personally, but definitely touched me and touched my heart the way he did. I love for a lot of people, I think. Yeah, God, I might ask that celebrity person I know in Ireland. No names mentioned. I'm not going to do that immediately. But yeah, watch this space could get more interesting. I know, you're thinking, is that possible? Let's find out. Uh, you'd probably be plaguing me, so get those other people off. We just want to hear you, James. Uh, and I understand that. So we'll see how it goes. I'll just be patient, bear with me. Okay, I'm a very humble man, as you know. And I don't want it to be all about me, okay? Uh, seven minutes to go. Four wheels on my wagon. I'm still rolling along. Oh, yeah. Sure, keys are after me. I'm singing a happy song. through in my head all the technicalities now of my live broadcast. There's one little technical thing bugging me a little bit, but we'll sort it out, God willing. We'll sort it out, God willing or not. They have all fashioned brains, brain power, huh? Do you get me? What I'm wondering is, I kind of, there goes the car. I want to use my, I'm wondering, can I feed the sound to my um, 
AirPods, one of the AirPods, and to line out at the same time. Is there a way to do that? Or at the very least, just use the mic for my AirPod. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Anyway, any excuse to buy AirPods, says you. AirPod Pros, no less. Ooh, fancy. Fancy schmancy. So, will I write tonight? Usually when I hit my deadline on a Sunday, yeah, I take the Monday off. Oh, I'll, I'll watch the last Decalogue film. Or, still haven't, I want to rewatch Fleabag season two and I still haven't started. I might just do that tonight. It's all good, as they say, it's all good. Three wheels on my wagon. I'm still rolling along. Cherokees are after me, singing a happy song. I'd love to interview Tommy Tiernan. That ain't gonna happen. I'd know how to get to him, all right? Oh, fuck, I might try. I'll wait. He won't do it. I mean, I know him, but not like... Buddy's just known from around Galway. Worked with him a little bit. Anyway, fantasizing again. That wasn't the celebrity I was thinking of, by the way. The one I was thinking of, I know quite well. No, not in the biblical sense. How dare you? How dare you? Such a smut I've never heard before. Don't know. I don't know wh where my accent is going at the moment. I'm sure, you'll have that. Even if I could get celebrities, I don't want it to be about that. But if one or two, just to get it noticed, oh man. Because I would enjoy, damn it, I would like to have an audience. You know, all joking, I know I'm always joking about my millions of listeners, as opposed to five or so. I dream of five. But yeah, it would be nice. We'll see. In its current form, it's limited. I like doing interviews anyway, and I think this whole thing of doing them on a treadmill could catch off, catch on, take off, catch on, whatever you want, where you want to put it. Let's see. We shall see. So I'm closing in on 3.6 kilometers. Pretty good. Well, I've done more because my treadmill stopped. Oh yeah, I'm going to 54 minutes, and uh, it's already 51.30, okay. Two and a half minutes. As you can see near the end, I start winding down, running out of things to say. Can't even come up with bullshit. That's how bad it gets. Pretty bad, huh? Let's drop my speed to 4.4. Mm -hmm. Oh, here comes the cyclist. Going the wrong way, good. Keep it that way. Motherfucker! Oh boy. Interesting, huh? Life is good anyway. Gratitude is what it's all about. 
Hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to read the Rilke poem once more. It's not quite a poem, but whatever. It's damn good. Okay, and then we're over and out. So, hitting all the wrong buttons on my phone. Still. Oh, pardon me, I thought I... That's very rude. Trouble finding it now. I'm on the same recent. Something fell. Okay, it's okay. It's all going wrong. Living the Questions by Rainer, Rainer, Rainer Maria Rilke. Be patient toward all that is unresolved in your heart and try to love the questions themselves. Like locked rooms and like books that are now written in a very foreign tongue. Do not now seek the answers which cannot be given you because you would not be able to live them. And the point is to live everything. Live the questions now. Perhaps you will then gradually, without noticing it, live along some distant day into the answer. By Rainer Maria Rilke. So there you go. Put that in your proverbial and smoke it. And uh, let's see how we're doing. I think we're ready to sign out, are we? 20 seconds to go. Thanks for listening, everybody. God bless. Hope you have a nice day, evening, morning, night. Sleep well if it's nighttime. Have a good day if you're waking up. I'll see you tomorrow. And uh, God bless. Buen Camino.